Okay, welcome back to the Sports Podcast. Um, Israel, it's been a while, and I have the rest of the guys here with me. Guys, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Um, Tosin is here. Yeah. Debo is here. I'm, I'm also good, but bored. Very, very bored. Uh, but then, we move. Okay, is here as well. Yeah. So, we have, to, it. we have, to, um, you know, just... Live, live, live without watching Arsenal. <laughs> my blood pressure. Oh, we feel your pain. You're missing the sadness that it normally puts you through. We have it. Like, like, like say, we don't gather day. We don't gather day. We don't gather day, Mister Okwe. Please, please, we don't gather day. I, I, I think, I think, I think, I think we don't. You, you, you can't, you can't argue that favor. As soon as favor came into my you, we yeah. have, we have now. You know, we've started moving towards, you know, greater things. So I think we are greater um, than Libo. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. So we don't 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 bring us, you know, closer to us now, please. Let us go no with, uh, with the winning uh uh but thank you so much for accepting that. Yeah, so oh, we have a complete squad today. Yeah, we miss miss sport in general. I mean, a whole lot has been happening. A whole lot has been happening. Sporting events have been shut down. Concerts have been postponed and so many other things have been postponed and shut down and everything. Schools have been shut down. And and we won't say rest in peace to those who have passed due to the cause of this coronavirus. So many football generals have passed um, due to the cause of coronavirus. Um, news just coming in that no man Hunter, lead city um, legend, passed away some few hours ago. We just want to say rest in peace to those generals and every other person that lost someone due to the cause of the coronavirus. We pray their soul rest in perfect peace. And to those in the hospitals, listening, those that are presently battling with it in the hospitals, we really do wish you quick recovery. We, yeah. we our thoughts are with you. We keep praying for you. And most of us, or all of us, are staying and at home to stem most, the spread. Most especially the medical guys going out there to, to mm. um, in battling. Shout the, out to the doctors. Shout out to all the doctors and medical guys. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job, man. To the medical team. To the medical team. Shout out to you And to the security team to shout out to them, except for Nigeria security. Yeah. But you know, we still, we still, we still, still thank you for allowing. Now they both talk down, bro. Because we still see our area. All of my job. Enjoy. You know, I'll be doing vigilante work since, but it's okay. Um, we still, it's still part of the experience, I think, for, for of, of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But then you still okay. that thing that we, we can just keep this in here. Just in case you're having problem with the audio, just know we are recording via Zoom. Don't be annoyed, dead, please. Don't be annoyed, dead, Joe. Stop. It's <laughs> like you're not all right, sir. <laughs> so moving on, like some some few um few minutes ago, um UFA um fixed uh, August twenty ninth as the um, Champions League final. Guys, do you think this date is feasible? Um, looking at the rate at which the Rona virus is just not slowing down anytime soon, do you think August 29 is a feasible date? What do you think? Personally, I, I, would, I, would, I would say 
um, August 29 is still a, a date that is okay, but I think they should also work towards, you know, playing behind closed doors. We both, we all know, um, you know, countries like Italy and Spain are, are, are deeply affected by this coronavirus, but I think they could move to the neighboring countries that are less affected to, you know, to be able to play those games behind closed bars just to be able to end the whole season and focus on this, this you know, this pandemic that is actually happening to in, in, in the society. All right. Uh, for me, I think the August 29th is a tentative date, and I don't think it will work. Um, presently, the fact that there isn't any cure or a working vaccine that is presently being administered globally means that for an extended period, even maybe up until the end of the year, going into next year, we might not have normalcy. As a result of that, I believe the advice that Mr. Debo has given is also feasible. I believe the Premier League clubs or the sports franchises that we love can create something much like the WWE has done, which is you can have sports without live fans. You really okay. can. It will still provide as yeah, much yeah, entertainment you know, value to the watcher. Exa exa exactly. You know, I've, I've been keeping up with, with WWE now, and it's, it, I, I've really not enjoyed the fact that there are no fans there, but I've, I'm still entertained in the sense that I'm watching, you know, this, this live, uh, you know, competition going on at the moment. So I think it's a, well, it's a good well, thing that we can adopt. Well, what I think is really the... Um, Footballing um, world is really in a big dilemma. However, as much as they are looking for ways to complete these leagues, Premier League, Champions League, and even Bundesliga, which some teams have already gone back to training, I feel they are a little bit in a rush. Like you guys have said, there is no cure or vaccine in sight. And you can't tell me if you are reopening stadiums for just the players and probably the coaching crew, the cameramen and the medical team that will be in the stadium, there's still a risk of yeah. this virus getting in one way or the other. Do you want to keep these players in a particular place for this just, duration? Or do you still have to go back to their families and stuff like that? So I don't know. I don't know just, how just to draw your attention. To just to draw your attention back to, I think, the last Champions League games that were played, especially a match um, between PSG Dortmund. It was played behind closed doors, but the fans were outside. It was the Valencia match. Exactly. Yeah, the fans were outside. So, like, I mean, that's like a coronavirus um, feast right there. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, <laughs> like, so what is the point of, you, of locking them out? Like, playing behind closed doors and the fans being outside just... Yeah, but, but now the fans, the fans won't come outside. They'll be in their homes watching on their tellies. Everybody has access to a device with a screen. Almost everybody has access to a device with a screen. Or the better percentage of people that enjoy these sports are not in the country that these sports come from. Hey, the better percentage of us. Do you think they will not be tempted to come out? Yes, well, they, they might. will be tempted. But, but uh, the problem, yeah, I think the solution to that is Having the security personnel to you know to be on standby to do their jobs and also the health, the normal thing that is going on now should still be maintained. The only thing is that there are football games played behind closed bars. I, I know we could argue from the point of we really talking about it as 
as, as fans who want to see these guys play out there. But we should also think about it from safety. the marketability, you know. Yes, the safety, but there are also, there, I think there are so many things that are around this, but we should also think about it that playing behind closed, closed doors is an, you know, it's an avenue that the players can also, you know, adopt in, 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 this, in this pandemic period. Yeah, so... Well, that's a, that's, a, that's a nice one. That's a nice one. But the thing is, there's another thing we are not seeing here. So how can they ensure that, oh, these players are, are taking the right steps, are, they are, their family members are not infected with the virus, or when they go to their houses, they are not infected, they are, they are not meeting up with anybody that has the virus. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, how can they monitor that these players from take, take the right step outside the club environment. Do you understand? Yeah, I'm let me, about? sorry to cut um, anybody. I think from your tonation, I'm guessing that you're talking about the player safety with your family members and everything. Yeah, outside, and, yeah, outside football. Yeah, that's, you know what? Let's just leave sports and football for maybe a month or two more. We've survived for a month without it uh, up till now. And I believe we can still go another month or two without football. Even, I, I do even understand six, the entertainment. Yeah. Yes, six. Maybe even more than that. I do understand that entertainment is a key part of life because the boredom that we all are facing, for the God's <laughs> sake, we are doing this podcast because we are bored. And because we love doing it too. Loki, Heike, Orkies. Anyways... That, that is my take on it. I think sports should take a back seat for now. And humanity, science, and medical um, capability should take a front seat. Well, I think Dr. Okwe has this one, but, but the problem is still... Um, He's our superhero he, right here. We didn't yeah, use yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but the problem is that I really, I really wish um, there's a way we could we could get these guys playing, you know, back behind the stage and to risk and their we, lives. You know, yeah, definitely. But then, I'm I, I just saying it from a selfish point of view. Of course, of course, of course. I, re <laughs> I I really wish I really wish I really wish they could create a system where these players can just be housed in a stadium and they would just play round robin league right there and then, just matches day after day after day after day. Not necessarily the do or die matter the way that the Premier League plays football every week. Where if Vardy does not score, it's to seem as if somebody stole his geisha or his sandy. <laughs> that kind of thing. I, well, like, well, I, I, I really what? wish I could see that. Oh, speaking I, think about are, I think they are better off around their families right now. Though. Yeah. 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 Let, let them yeah. just be with their families and let, let, let but everyone we'll pay them just chill. Now. They are doing it for the <laughs> money after all. You know, Azad, Azad already said He's, he's, he's tempted to eat. And, uh, but he's trying as much as possible to stay out there. Fat hazard. Sorry, sorry. Body positivity. Um, plump, well-rounded hazard. All right. Speaking, speaking about Vadi, um, like you said, let's just dive into the Premier League. The Premier League said they are committed to completing this season with no dates set right now and some people maybe some non-liverpool fans are clamoring for the season to be to be scrapped that means no trophy for liverpool they're just they just want 
That's unfair. That's unfair. Yeah, I feel it's unfair. They should give Liverpool if... no trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's unfair to Liverpool. But at the same time, we don't... Most of us don't like Liverpool. <laughs> but it's but, really but unfair. It is really unfair, but... Okay, well, the dynamics of the league, really, it's, it's just a pity that we, we haven't even played, all the teams in the league haven't played the same number of games like in Spain and in some other places. Liverpool rightly deserves that title, but then what happens to top four? What happens to the team that... Who like left leagues? There are too many constraints. They can't just award Liverpool the, the league. I, I don't... I genuinely know. This is not 1996 Nigeria. Abacha is not the ruler. At all. So, that I, I think, um, yes, they do deserve to win the league, we, no doubt. But it is it is yet to be confirmed. And also, there, you know, there are so many things. We, we, we have the likes of Sheffield trying to, you know, compete for that Champions League spot. We have the likes of Arsenal also trying to, you know, see what they can do before now to... Uh, you know, until the end of the season. And we, we these are too many, there are too many constraints. And even at the regulation battle, last time I heard, West Ham, you know, um, um, the, 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 there's a manager in West Ham who wanted the season to be altered. We all know why. She, I'm sure she's a supporter of that. But then, of course, yeah, I Karen think, Brady, the, one of the chairman at West Ham. Yes, she did. Yeah. She, she knows why. Yeah. So, so I think I think we all know why why, why that is you know why she has said that. But then they still they still have to compete at that at that stage you know to get themselves saved for the for the penalty from penalty. On a on a very personal season. level, Mr. Debo. Sorry to um, but in the on a personal level, you see this is a very personal life experience. I once scored fifty nine in a course in Unilag. An electoral refused to give me B simply because I scored 59 points something. He didn't round it off to 60. And I went to cry. So you understand? So having suffered such, I know that Salah can take it. Mande can take it. After their efforts, they will go back and do it again. You know, the, the funny thing is, Mane has even come out to say it would not be um, too sad if they get in league. Well, that's a lie. That's a oh, lie. Agola. That's a big lie. <laughs> Those, those guys have worked very hard. They've worked very hard now. Of course, of course, of course. Let's not take away from their hard work. They have done exceedingly well. They've won almost all the matches they played. Losing one, three nil to Watford. But they have done exceedingly well for themselves this season. And they are very deserving of no trophy. All right. So, speaking of someone that has worked hard, we, I really think this guy has worked hard enough to end a new contract. And I'm speaking of Janet Raw right here. I, I feel he has worked hard to end a new contract, end a good contract. But the clauses that come with the renewal of his contract does not make sense to me. Speaking of which, number one, he has to pick home base players when our league is not is very shitty. And these home base players got you and see Nigerian Premier League. Look at you go. Most of you, you but, but, but it's bad. The, the, league, if, the league needs, you know, very, very much work to be done. So there's no, I, I don't think, I don't think there's, there's any reason they should impute that into his contract because any player who is playing very well should be opportune to play, you know, for Nigeria. But regardless of league, 
regardless yeah. of the there should there shouldn't be any cashment clause in his contract. Oh, you have mm. to pick six people from the league. What if there are not six performing players in the league then, or something like that? This is a league that you see one player score, scoring an hat trick, uh, scoring a hat trick in in one game week, and in next week is blanked for the next I don't know ten, for like ten games. For like 21 games, then <laughs> Wait, now go keeper. Yeah, yeah, that that that's how the league works, and we are telling him to pick like a, like a catchment of six players. I I I don't know if it's up to six. I'm just saying. Also, I think I think I think the NFF they really have issues. Um, you know, when you have a coach that is doing well and you cannot really make um ask him to do certain things because you look at what the guy has done over the past years that he has been the coach he has been very exceptional yeah and i um he has, I, I agree. and he has and he, sorry he has a lot of um he has a lot of good players in europe he has he already has a selection headache of picking the best out of those players in europe so don't yeah. now come and now start stressing him with picking struggling to pick on these players that are not even I really agree. playing consistently. Sir, I agree that he has done very well. I do agree that. What I disagree with is the fact that you are telling me that you do not want a close to be put into his contract to assure the players playing in the National League of Nigeria, Nigeria Professional Football League, that they will find playing time for their country if they are deserving no, no, of it. No, no, you are getting it wrong. I'm just, we are just trying to say, if they are deserving of it, then give them the chance. But don't mandate that. How will that. they play if don't nobody mandate, watches the Nigerian Don't mandate that. Oh, oh, this, the league is not even good enough for anybody to even pick out of the league. Go on, do you know that? Stop saying that. Stop saying that. Players <laughs> go from Nigeria Premier League and succeed in these global leagues that we talk about. Let them get out. There's been quite a few examples of them. That went from this Nigerian Premier League to other leagues and exceedingly please, did well. Please, can you give us good examples? These good examples. Ahmed Musa, <laughs> the present captain of the national team. One. He left Nigerian Premier League. There are too many of them. Many of them started from this league, this same league we are bashing. I understand that the quality of the league might not be as top-notch as the quality of the best European leagues. But quality players can be found any and everywhere. But the, but the quality result, of the league has dropped. See, let me but tell you something. Quality players can be quality players can be found anywhere, but it also depends on the league. See, there's something if you can. There are plenty. There are there are plenty players in the in the Nigeria Premier League. They have lots of um, lots of potential, but the league is not allowing them fulfill those potentials. Okay, Mr. Debo is not talking. I even, feel that he the, wants to blast me. Even the country, even the country <laughs> is not even allowing them to fulfill those potentials. Like, look, look, just look at the, um, look, just look at the recent um, events that have happened. Sass killing um, a Remo player and so many other players dying on the road and all those kind of things. And I do understand what you're talking about. I do understand that you cannot expect a flower to grow from concrete. What I am saying is, if there is a player deserving, I think it is just and right for us to put a clause mandating him to choose from the league if there is a player deserving. It's important to have that clause because he can do without them, clearly. But it's important to have that clause. 
You also other clause in the contract that I do not agree with. Most of the clause were put in just to control the selection of the team, the the way the team is being managed, the leadership of the team. Basically, yeah. it's like the NFF trying to puppeteer yeah. the national team. I do understand that. And which hmm. does not make any sense. I, I know. I, 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 well, I, I think the NFF are just trying to sabotage what this guy is currently doing. Because the whole idea of, you know, um, uh, getting Joseph Kyobo on board is for him to you know, have a good idea of those good home-based players who are doing very well locally to be able to have this opportunity in the national team. So if you cannot have, you know, they, this, the NFF appointed Joseph Kyobo for a specific reason. I think they should allow Joseph Kyobo to do that reason and allow um, Ganesha to also focus on his own problem. So Joseph Kyobo at the moment is even not yet a, a, a fully licensed uh, yeah, uh, coach. So I, I think we should allow him to do that job of getting a proper local-based player who can you know, get his own opportunity in the National League. But if but Joseph Kyobo cannot provide this player, I don't think they should... There should be any things about it that oh, Joseph Kyobo cannot provide a player for the probably the, no one is good enough to be in the league uh, in the in the national team. That's 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 just the truth. Okay, well over the years we know that um, the experiment with the home based players has only worked once. That was when Stephen Keshi took the likes of Sunday Umba, Igweke, and some other guys to the Nations Cup, and well, Sunday Umba played an important part in. You have to say Elder Sondimba. Okay, well, whatever. But <laughs> the, the, uh, as, aside yeah. as, that, I've not seen any other experiment in which you have home-based players breaking into the national team and doing well. Even look at the, the um, chant that was supposed to be played this year. We did not even qualify. He took the best players out of the league. I think we're beaten by Nijay or Chad. Which of you? You get it's unacceptable to now be considering such players to the national team if they cannot even qualify for the home African based nation. This is this is this is the thing. I think Joseph Yubo being um, the assistant to uh, to Guinness Raw should also be in charge of the home base Ingles so that he can so that he can identify the players that are the own base players that are really what um, the Super Eagles team. Do you understand? I feel yeah, it should be I think, like I think take them to this be. take them to this um, competitions and if he does not get any his, 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 his result is a win. Anything less than that it should be removed. That that that's like, why so serious <laughs> <laughs> but I think Ganetel decides in new contracts. Basically, I think he has done really well for the national team. There's this, he has you know, not done not... really well. Don't kid you... yourself. So the yardstick is success, and if we fall short of success, we cannot give kudos. No, he has, has done he has, averagely. He has, he has he has done beyond averagely. He has done averagely. He hasn't done anything that Augustine Iguavon did not do. Like, like what? What? Qualified for the semi-final of the African no, Afcon. 
No, it's not only about qualifying, playing the band of silence. I think I think at this moment we can all agree that at least we we can all see what Nigeria is all about, trying to do uh, what they are trying to play on this on field of play. I think we can all agree. But it's not translating to success. That's what I mean. I mean, Augustine Gwagwa also had a style of play distinct. But it was just the same thing. Nations Cup semi-final, World Cup first round. The expectations should have been higher for a coach that is any more than any other Nigerian coach has ever earned. So what are the expectations? Winning the Nations Cup? The expectations that Nigeria should be competing to win Every single time we play in it, and the World Cup quarterfinals, yes, it's a very valuable expectation. Senegal has done it, Ghana has done it. He's only, he's only, um, he has only gone for one nation's cup, and you cannot tell me we didn't compete for that tournament. We, we lost did. cruel, cruelly to Algeria and the final to the brilliance so of Real exactly. So, there's nothing the coach could have done about that. Oh, yes, something he could have coached them better. Not to forget in the 90th minute that considering a set piece in that position against one of the best set piece takers in the world. Don't beg me. Indidi is a professional, one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. You should know better. I accept. Don't, don't bring the coach into this now. I accept. So you are mean so the player should take the blame. No. The coach is where the box stops. Okay. I think, I think, I think. After all, you just Tassi, gave kudos to Stephen Keshi for Sunday Mba. You didn't give kudos to Sunday Mba for Stephen Keshi. A personal agenda, a personal agenda against um, uh, Granot. Uh, Granot, get it wrong. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's still, it's still, it's still one of those things. That's okay. Ah. Wow. So. I'm talking about agendas. Let's visit the Liverpool agenda again. Please, can we spare a moment of silence for the souls of those that have been lost by coronavirus and Liverpool's title hopes? They are, they are definitely going to get the title. I mean, hey, hey, I think, they are not winning I the think, Champions League. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Like, <laughs> why? And you hate us. It's you, you. Oh, sorry. I mean, I'll be like, hate us are here now. I'm really Talking happy. about transfer, can we, can we do a roundup of transfer? What is going to happen with Manchester United? Oh, United. Should this Look at that contract not? that Igalo was offered. That contract is staggering. He has played for Man U. If I'm the one, I'm going back to China. <laughs> that, mon- that, that money is not a joke. <laughs> Thank God you're not the one. Say you don't calculate that money. One hundred and fifty million pounds per week. Yes, it's, it's about one hundred and seventy ah. million. One seventy million naira. One hundred and seventy million naira per week is not small money. Yeah. Oh, it's small money. It's small so money. If, so if he has, if he has, if he has played that for six months, if he has played for for money for some for some weeks, and China is calling him back to come and take that, is another favor valuable. Just, 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 like, <laughs> <laughs> but can't you, can't you think about the endorsements he's also going to get, you know? Just Which endorsements? He can get a comparable contract to that at United. A comparable like, mightn't be equal. What like, are you people talking about? Different, it's, different, you know, different uh, endorsements. Different, it took, you know, it took a pay cut to, he took a pay cut to, to come to Manchester I United. Think, yeah, I think, on loan. But if he signed permanently, 
if Mayu wants mm-hmm. to sign him permanently, he's going to sign. He's going to and he's going to turn that contract from Shanghai. How many? He's, see, how, he's how, how much, how much do you think? How much do you think Mayu will be willing to pay Gallo if they sign him? I, I don't know. 50, I don't know. But I, the way it, the way Gallo is, is going to sign with Mayu if they offer him a permanent deal. Okay, well, in fact, the way Gallo is not, we are praying he will sign. Okay. <laughs> so, so we can continue to enjoy our favor of Valuable, please. Thank you. Valuable, yeah. bro. So, so, so United. So, Their matches on beating. Who do you guys see signing to? Manchester United. Whisper it. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you guys, let me tell you guys something. Eh? Let me tell you guys something. I'll do Sancho is a great fit for Mayu. But you guys will have to make Champions League. And that'll probably be the only signing you'll make in that window because you know it's definitely going to cost much. And I'm nah, saying we can I'm make saying, other signings. We have more. We are not like those guys from North North. I think I think and, we can sign talks about Kane and, and of, things like that. Of course not. Of course not. Kane, nah, Mayu is not going to sign Kane. Why not? Mayu is not going to sign Kane. Why not? I think I think that's the idea. Kane is the most excellent striker presently playing in the Premier League. Why can't United go for him? Why Mayu cannot sign Kane. Why not? I'm not because of the see Kane. Kane is. Tottenham is going to is going to release Kane with, um, with a ridiculous amount. Like and Mayu cannot afford United it. can afford it. Mayu cannot afford it. With the numbers of players, numbers of wages that Mayu has right now in the world, with number of wages Mayu have, number of players and their wages right now. Do you see the blood yeah. money that they gave Lingard? Of like, course. That but that's be- that's why I say United can afford it. United has a better account than any other team in England and bar two teams in the world. I don't think any team can compete United financially. So United can pay any player presently playing football and can buy any player presently playing football at any value. The point okay. is, does Manchester United need Harry Kane? Not can United sign Harry Kane? They do need Harry Kane. Manchester United does not have a world-class striker in their books right now. No, Ross, have you slapped me think... through this phone? No? I don't, no, I don't think we... I don't think I don't Marcus think... Rashford is an excellent striker right now. class. I said world class in a year or two. Wait. I said now. I said now. Does Rashford play as a striker? Yes. No, he does. He, he doesn't play as a striker. He does. In the formation presently yeah. being deployed by Ogona Soja, Marcus he Rashford does. is the player that can be described as the striker no, for Manchester United. It is Marshall. It is Marshall. Marshall is a striker while um Rashford. No, you, you don't understand this. It's like saying Lionel Messi was not a striker in that system of Guardiola. Lionel Messi was a striker. You do understand this, right? He played in a position where he swapped with all three front men interchangeably. Much unlike the, the um, way um, Jurgen Klopp deploys his team where Salah and Mane hog the bylines and then they come in. Marcus Rashford is usually the one in the central positions when the final pass is played. Almost always. He's the one that runs onto the pass and executes the finish. Almost always. Ma- Anthony Marshall is more of a striker is... than Anthony Marshall, in my opinion. Yes. So, yes. 
So, so I, I think, think United does not have an excellent world-class striker, but we don't need Hurricane presently. We do need Jadon Sancho along with one more centre-back and a left-back. And we are you going need to a centre-back again? Yes, we do. All right. Let's let's just end. We need somebody to partner I, I, with Harry Maguire. So I think I think I think I think um, centre back is not a priority position. I think it is not a it is a priority if you are thinking no. of competing with Barcelona and Real Madrid. No, at the moment it is not. My my um, biggest my problem is not Barcelona and Real Madrid. Their biggest problem right now is just to qualify for Champions League. Which they have not been to in like three years. That's so, why Man City beats Real Madrid out so, with your head like I, rock. I, see, I know <laughs> yeah. that Man City, even if we crash out from Champions League. That's why Man City beats Real Madrid. Even if, crash, if, even if we crash out from Manchester has come to break listen, your eye. Listen, listen, listen. Even, even if we crash, if you crash out from Champions League. Or, or you're already next, out. Ne- next season, we'll enter Champions League. It's like a bet right. So hmm. that one is this thing. Oshé, Jacob and Iso. Bet right. <laughs> oh God! Can, 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 can. So, my you for this thing? I think I agree. I think I agree with um, I, I agree with you. Um, I don't think we should be going that, which is why I said centre back is not the top priority for Manchester United now. I think that right wing and a proper, you know, sitting defensive midfielder is a you know, more ideal thing. Um, I think Matic is going to a be done at the end midfielder. Yes, Scott McTominay is, is looking like someone that can do a good job. Along no, with I, Fred, I Scott McTominay is a solid central midfield pairing. We don't. We are, I think the formation is not going to include both players next season. I think it will be better when when you are playing a Pogba and a Bruno Fernandez who are going no, to. No, you definitely... cannot. You cannot expect Pogba and Bruno Fernandez to both exist in the same team. One would have to leave for one. The positions, advanced midfield that they both bah. want to play in. Bah. We cannot yeah, fit not, both of them in. They are, they are I, I do not agree with that. <laughs> Except if Bruno Fernandes will be shunted to the right wing. They are definitely, they are definitely going to play together. All right, so, guys, guys, let's just, let just throw this you know? question to our, our listeners out, out there. Bruno Fernandes and Pogba, who is going to drop for who? Can they fit? Can they play together? Can they can whisper, whisper the answer? Pogba. Let's just ask let's just ask our listeners. They can definitely they... play together. Yeah. Okay. Let's, so, let's, let's, see what, what, let's see what people will have to say about that. All right. So we have to round this up right now. And we just want to say thank you for listening. It's been a while. And we hope we'll be doing this um more regularly yeah more regularly thank thank you more regularly we don't know how regular we'll be doing this but we hope to be doing this more regularly and thanks for listening and let us know Boba and um bruno fernandez who is going to drop for who or do you think mr debo thank you for inviting me to eat too thank you sir you're very kind (laughs) (laughs) anyways all right thank you guys for listening and i'll see you guys on the next one